0: Hello, hello to my most wonderful family, God's wonderful people, my wonderful partners. And Chad wants to say hello, and then he has a question to ask about mental health. So it's all yours. Hello, everyone. Hope everyone's doing great. Sir, I'm excited for today. My first question for you is, why do you believe mental health in the church is such a prevalent thing? Well, we were talking about this earlier, and I really want to discuss it with all of you today. So thank you for joining me, and I pray that what God will speak to us, that it will really be a help to all of us. Let's pray. Wonderful Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your promises. I thank you for your love. Speak to your people, Lord, in Jesus' wonderful name, I pray. And God's people said amen and amen. All right, yes, today we have a problem in the church. We're hearing it more and more about people having nervous breakdowns or walking away from the faith or losing the ministry or walking away from the ministry. I believe mental health, most of it, is a demonic problem. It's a spiritual problem that must be dealt with biblically. And so, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, the Bible says. And we have to understand the power of God's Word. Precious people, precious Saint, I want to talk to you about the importance of meditating upon the word. But first let's talk about why is there troubles today with mental health. Well, because our our brains, our minds, are like massive computers that receive tremendous amounts of information continually and retain them, and only the word of God can clean that up. So our minds think about all that is being thrown at us today from the world. So a thought becomes an act. An act becomes a habit. And a habit becomes a character. And a character becomes a destiny. When people allow those thoughts that are thrown at us to be entertained, to be even considered, then a habit forms after an act forms. So and the habit is where it becomes dangerous because it becomes something continual in their life. So think about this, that the thought causes the act. People begin to act, but that but that is, uh, you know, easy to change. Even when the act begins, it's easy to stop and that act will disappear. But if they keep receiving and entertaining the thoughts and now acting the part and acting the thought, it becomes a habit. The second it becomes a habit, that's what danger zone is. And danger zone is when well, it begins to become their character, who they are. It takes two years. On repeat it takes 2 years before a thought becomes a habit 2 years and that's where the danger is and then once that happens it 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 makes who they are the character begins to form and then there's a destiny and once the character begins to form it's hard to turn it back because that habit becomes regular And I want to repeat, it takes two years. You say, how do you know that? By experience. When you begin to receive the word of God, it takes two full years before it captures you. Before it takes hold of you. Then it, it becomes a regular, daily blessing that God begins to impart through his word. Because you see the world we are living in is throwing things at us daily, bombarding us with worldly filth worldly thoughts worldly ways much of which becomes demonic later and then we begin to live that, act that before too long we are so bound by it it becomes habitual we can't get away from it It becomes a stronghold. What is habit? It's a stronghold. So, God's Word. Let's go back to the answer. The Word of God is the answer. But what does that mean? Reading the Bible is not enough. A lot of people read the Bible and have devils, a lot of people read the Bible and don't know the Lord. It's meditation. I want to talk to you about the importance of meditation upon the word because that's what brings change okay in psalm one can you get my phone up yes, sir. and can you turn to the psalms psalm chapter one is very 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 powerful i want to i want to i want to read it to you because in it is contained the very very secret okay and here we have it all right now Let's just go to it quickly and just put, put, it, no, put it right there for me. Thank you. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Blessed is the man who doesn't stand in the way of sinners. Blessed is the man who is not sitting with the scornful. His delight is in the law of the Lord. Here's the key. And in his law, he meditates day day and night okay can you take that back please for me and take my my this this iPad with it away All right. now Saints listen to me I wanna I wanna I wanna, I wanna talk to you straight you're my family I began doing that about seven eight years ago where I began to read thoughts rather than chapters and I began to go back and reread and re think and meditate about what I've read in the Bible. And often I would I would sit down quietly or I lay in my bed or I'm somewhere and I go through the whole Bible in my head. When I was in the hospital in 2015, they put me under. When I came out to my amazement, my family told me. I was giving them the whole book of Genesis, and that's when I started doing that. I didn't realize my mind was retaining it, and here I was in the hospital, being put under. I wasn't aware of anything. They were repairing some things in my own body, in my heart. And when I came out, my kid said, Dad, you scared us. What happened? They said, you were giving every chapter of Genesis. It's like my mind was captive uh, to the word of God without me knowing. Because I began to meditate upon the, the books of the Bible and then chapter by chapter. Today, I look back, I'm amazed by the change in my life. Meditation is cleansing. You cannot plant in a garden till you clean the garden. Our minds is like a beautiful garden, but a lot of stuff has grown that should not have grown in it. Now we have to clean it. That's what it means by renewing your mind. You have to renew your mind. And you clean it through the Word of God. But meditation. So when I begin reading, like I did today in Leviticus, I go through what I read. And like, I want to say it again, I read thoughts, meaning I don't stop till the thought stops. When the thought changes, I stop. And then I go over the thought of what I read. It could be 10 chapters, 7 chapters, 8 chapters. It could be 4 chapters. But the but the thought is where you stop with it. Don't keep reading. Now you go over those four chapters or six or seven or three where the thought stopped and you go over it in your mind eventually it will get in your spirit man and now it begins to nourish you within and that's when the power of God is released to cleanse the mind to remove all that the world has put in there Now, remember, I said earlier, it takes two years for a thought to become a habit. And that's also proven in studies, by the way. It'll take you two years to see change in your spiritual actions, in your spiritual life. Two years. So we have to go daily to the Word of God. And we don't have to do it for hours a day. One hour a day. If you, you know, begin with half an hour a day and then increase it to one hour. If you can go more like I have, do it. It'll change your life even quicker. But the important thing is, on average, two years that you see the change. But we have to begin somewhere or otherwise, whoever is not doing it is going to end up in some big problem. That's why many today are losing their lives, not just their minds. Think about how many people we know that have have committed suicide. I know at least five of them that killed themselves. Young people, young people. Or, you know, did drugs and died with it on overdose. Why, why would people do that? I know one pastor that overdosed on drugs and died. Why? There is no word in there. Now, listen to me clearly. And I said that to you earlier it's not what you hear preachers teach, it's what you receive from the Lord that matters. It's what you receive when you open your Bible and read God's word and meditate upon it. When I got saved, back in the 70s 1972 I began going to a church called the catacombs on Thursday and then they began doing Sunday morning and I remember I had trouble hearing what the pastor was saying as though there was some kind of a power blocking me from understanding what he he was saying I didn't realize it was demonic later God delivered me from that I actually saw. Two black, smoky beings leave my head. Because I got into the Word. God's Word is that hammer that that breaks the rock in pieces, Jeremiah writes. But it takes time. It's not something that's going to happen in one day or one week or even one year. And as the Word of God has its impact on us, one day in the presence of God, in a service, just like with me, that bondage goes. Immediately. It's like when you read the Bible, God uses that hammer that begins to crack it and crack it. That rock begins to break slowly in your in your in your life. And now it's it's so weak and it's so loose in you that God's presence eliminates it. I think one thing you said that was so important, and one thing you said that was so important to me is that it can't just be once a week of that hammer. Break, going No, a of going course. that rock. It's a daily. Daily because we are daily being bombarded by the world. You know, let's not expect that one hour a week or time in church is going to fix what a whole week is pouring into us from the world. So it takes time because the world is pouring in us continually its ways and filth. You can't even turn on today Uh, your TV without being presented with something worldly. You can't be listening to anything anymore without them bombarding you with stuff that they wanted to look at. Or even social media. God's word is the answer. Precious saints, hear me please. Dear, dear saint of God, I'm talking to somebody who needs this because you've had troubles with your mind. You cannot control your thoughts. Horrible thoughts hit your hit your mind, even when you try to pray, the most awful thoughts come in. You say, why? Because the mind is picking things up without you knowing from the world. When you hear people around you talking and cussing, when you see things on billboards, when you see things in magazines and TV and other things, without realizing it, it's getting in. That's like seeds being sown. And if we keep watching them, entertaining those things, eventually, that thought becomes an act, and that act becomes a habit. Now we can't get away from it, wow. and that habit becomes a character. where we become it? So it all originates in the thought. All begins with the thought, wow. and it's then and then it becomes a destiny. Look, look, what did the devil do when he came to tempt to? Tempt Eve, he, he targeted her mind. That's where the battle is, even today. It's in your mind. And God always targets the mind too, to begin with. He says, let us reason together, saith the Lord. Let's begin to reason, let's talk about it. God also aims at the mind, because that's where the battle is. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds what are they casting down imaginations and every thought that exalts itself against God's knowledge it's all in the mind so what do we do we begin to fill our minds with the word but it's not enough just to read it meditation meditation go in your mind and see every chapter imagine every chapter Genesis 1, God restores the earth, he restores the atmosphere, he removes the waters off the face of the earth, dry land appears, let there be light, beautiful. Second day, God restores the heavens, the atmosphere. Third day, God restores vegetation, trees, farming, all that. But I literally take more time every day, and you would too, where you go through every detail in that chapter. Eventually, it will get into your spirit, man. You do the same with the Gospels. You do this, the same with all books of the Bible, all the books. And so someone says, if you meditate day and night, you'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. You'll begin to experience God's presence that you never have known before. Yesterday, I'm in my kitchen. A dear lady was there, named Maria. And uh, Chad told me that she had uh, a physical uh, problem. She needed a healing now that was in the evening i was walking around relaxed in my in my in my home i wasn't praying i wasn't preaching i wasn't reading the bible i do that in you know much earlier in the day that was in the evening she's standing there and the lord said pray for her i laid my hand on her the blessed presence of jesus came in so strong how strong was it? It was in an instant, and it uh, caught us all. Yeah, and she and she began crying. She said, and, and she had never experienced the anointing. Didn't I even know. And she began crying. She said, what am I feeling? What am I feeling? You say, well, why? Precious people, we live it. We live it. It's not about reading the word of God so we can go preach. It's reading it so you can live. And then you can minister, you know, out of season. Last night was actually out of season. It wasn't expected. It says be, be ready in season, out of season. That was out of season. We were about to eat a nice dinner, a chicken dinner. And the part of God hit right there in the kitchen. That will happen in your life, I promise you. It'll happen in your home, I promise you we need to get the word of god in us i'm talking to you now it's sun is you know almost gone i'm doing this on sunday night because tomorrow i have such a very busy busy day so i'm doing this early for you but i really pray that god will really use this to speak to your heart to get you ready for your future don't let your destiny be controlled by the thoughts of the world young people please hear me out some of you are into the uh, social media too much uh, you, you're allowing things to fill your mind that could affect you for, for the rest of your life you, you, you need to start now cleaning your mind renewing it by the word of God and you'll see the change in your prayer life. You'll see your change in in, how you respond to things you used to enjoy but you don't enjoy any anymore. Any Years ago, you know, I, I allowed things around me I don't like anymore. Have you seen that? Yes sir, absolutely. Why? The change happens slowly were things you thought were okay and are not okay anymore because God's word has tremendous power tremendous impact it takes time so every thought if we allow it to come over and over and over and over daily becomes an act that begins to show up every single day and that act becomes a habit and then trouble Then there's bondage. Then there's a stronghold. Because that habit will form who we are in character. That character will give us our destiny. And going to church and and hearing God's word is not enough just once a week. Because how can a man of God or a woman of God change who you are in one hour when you spend the whole week receiving something else? But think if you're receiving that blessed word. Deliverance did not come to me just because I went to church. It came to me when I opened my Bible and read it daily, daily, daily. I'm who I am. I've lasted for one reason. The Word of God. Not the miraculous. Not the anointing. The anointing, as great as it is, does not keep you. God's Word keeps you. Numbers clearly shows us the importance of the knowledge of God's Word. We sit in the life of Moses. You know, Korah was a a priest, but he he did not know the Word, and he turned against his own cousin Moses. Moses knew the Word. Joshua knew the Word. In Matthew 12, we we read about how when demons leave, they go looking for vacancy again because they are territorial every one of us before we were saved had some kind of demonic influence after us or maybe maybe even had a devil or more than one but god sets us has set us free but those demons come back looking for space vacancy what are they looking for they're not looking for the gifts of the spirit because many people you know many are gifted and still have devils They are not looking for signs and wonders. They're looking for the Bible. Is the word of God in there or not? And if the word is in there, they cannot get in. Lord, in Jesus' name, protect them with your word. Touch them now, even as I'm speaking, Lord. Convict someone who need to be convicted. And put a new hunger in all. Your word declares Let the word of Christ dwell richly within you. I pray that for every one of my wonderful partners, your wonderful family. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, blessings to you. I hope this has been a blessing. Just wanted to talk to you today about this. It's so important. Okay. Well, it's time to give to the Lord's work and to so see. Tomorrow I'll come to you from our studio. So it won't look so dark. Because <laughs> the sun is going down. Now actually gone down already. So. All right, you can give on the platform you're watching me on. You can give by going to our website, benayin.org, or you can give simply by texting BHM 45777. And tomorrow, a whole different subject I want to talk to you about. Exciting things are happening today. God is moving mightily. Much love. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.